to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, truth seeker. You're in for an amazing ride. And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasden. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. And oh, are you in for a treat today? My guest is Tracy Lamori, and she is an international award-winning publicist featured in Rolling Stone, NBC, CBC, Huffington Post, Authority Magazine's Inspirational Woman of Hollywood series, and other media around the world. She is also the founder and managing director of Lamori Media Incorporated. Tracy, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you so much all the way in Australia. I, you know what? Your energy matches mine. I'm, I've got, <laughs> I finally found somebody. <laughs> and I'm at 8 p.m. You're at 10 a.m. And we're like, you know, it's, it's, not, it's a good time for both of us. I'm in the middle of my work day. You're just starting up, right? So. Well, and I, and I had to have you on the show because, you know, out of the box is is really, and it was created with the intention to address entrepreneurs, people in business who come from a heart-centered space. So that's why it's the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. And, you know, one big thing about entrepreneurs, conscious or not, one of the things that we deal with is many times it's the imposter syndrome. And a lot of times it's, we don't know how to market or brand or do publicity on ourselves. And we're good about telling, you know, praising other people's people, story, yeah. right? But we're horrible. <laughs> we're horrible at knowing how to market ourselves. And so I wanted to have you on today and, and talk about, first of all, how you got in this business and also what you're seeing right now in the world of, um, of entrepreneurship and, of course, doing that conscious publicity yeah. uh, that you're brilliant at. Oh, thank you. But, and yeah, like, and I love that that intro. I'm talking about, talking about me and how I got into it and all that stuff later because it is kind of an interesting story that shows you that you can do things that people might not think you can do. But um, other than that, more importantly, talking about uh, you know the power women that I work with and, and men too and women and people across industries. But I've actually kind of, without meaning to, built this little power women niche since I've been winning all these awards. People started calling me that. So they started asking, well, what's a power woman and what is my answer? We all are really, whether it all depends what you're looking at. We may not feel like we are. And some of us even who are super, some of my clients who have, you know, accomplishments a mile long, like some of your listeners are super powerful. They don't think of themselves that way. And if I was to ask, well, why aren't you being, you know, interviewed in the media about what you do? Often they'd be like, well, why me? I'm, you know, I'm just that. And you see that a lot. You feel like you're just this and all the people that you see on stages or on TV or whatever are somehow different or special. Or, and they're not. They just had a publicist or they knew how to get themselves out there and put themselves out there. So, you know, these things they know, like, for example, the award thing, I got that it's a very prestigious national award 
sponsored by Post Media, one of our national newspapers. And um, I'd never heard of it. It's been around for three or four years and it's, you know, big with awarded women across industries. I never heard of it till I was nominated. And that's why I was in those circles where someone saw my work and nominated me. And the first thing I did is I looked to see what it took to qualify. And I'm like, well, I got some power women for you. And I literally nominated like 18 women that all qualified, ended up two of them won. And that's a big national award with like hundreds of nominees. I won and two of them won, you know, and that's among, among hundreds. But I mean, just goes to show none of us, my point is that none of us knew about that. So we weren't in that mix. And most people listening to it aren't in that mix where their work isn't being rewarded or seen in the same way, at least not on the global scale where they're being called thought leaders or they're getting awards or they're being, you know, asked questions in the media. But it really is just first about believing in yourself and realizing, you know, if you're taking money for what you do, you're an expert. If you're, you know, think about it that way, you know, you are an expert or you wouldn't be telling people to pay you for what you do. You know, you're good at it. So take we, that same confidence. You said something that was actually really key. And I think this also is the fuel behind your success is that not only was it enough that it was great that you got nominated but you shared the wealth. And instead of having that mindset of it's just me and I'm just gonna, it's, I'm going to be this, you know, I'm going to run and I'm going to be nominated. You're like, Oh my gosh, this is such great news. I want to share that with other people. And so you took your ego, took a back seat and said, let's uplift everybody and, and look at the results of that. But that energy that you have, I got goosebumps right now, all down my spine. I'm, I, I haven't even thought I'm, of it like that about ego, but you know, like it's, but it's true. true. Like I, generally, I'm like, I if I open, if any, I mean, I know I'm doing well right now because I've been working really hard. I, I'm proud of that, so I, you know, I'm proud of that. So I'll say that. And any door that opens for me, or any door that I push open, yeah, for sure, I push it open wider to bring the other people with me that you know deserve it. That okay, but that is key. That is something that is, and it's, and, and, and it's not even something it's, it's so natural to you. So it's not a thing of saying, well, I'm going to do this because I know I'll be rewarded oh. by the universe. You, no. you just, it just comes from you naturally. And this but is I guess that's what happened. Cause that's what happened. If you look back at my origin story, I learned to write a press release to help. I was a, a young activist in a sale, just doing sale, me and my husband, Dave Parkinson. And if you put it in the show notes, put him in too, cause it was the two of us that did that Dave Parkinson. And I, we, I met him, me at an activist radio show. We both we're like we didn't have the show anymore it was college radio it was the early days of the internet we were just like what can we do to still have a voice making just this, you know how to make one of those little nest pages and later i learned to write a press release but the reason i did that was because we learned about the case of a man of philadelphia in factually innocent was on death row that nobody was paying attention to and it was we were 28 you know you still think you can change the world and i've, I've been proven that you can right but we'd also we'd been journal thinking that we were journalists from the radio show so we were in that information gathering so we were like how innocent can this guy be and for some reason we actually wrote a letter we took that so we wrote a letter and he wrote back with all this documentation 28 pages on both sides and what do you do with that now that someone has spent all that time and obviously seen you as some ray of hope do you just go oh that was a, a great read <laughs> You know, <laughs> we didn't know what to do. We didn't have any money. We certainly weren't publicists. We weren't lawyers. But we thought if we use our voices and this interwebs platform, you know, maybe somebody who can do more than we can do can help. And ultimately, that's what happened. But along the way, we learned to write a press release. And we started talking about the greater issues around the death penalty that we learned about as a result of that case. 
a black man in Pennsylvania opened up the whole prison industrial complex and what the prison justice system is and all that inequality. And we take hours in a different show to go there. But that shocked us as young actors. We were like, blah, blah, blah. They called us the feisty Canadians. We were on TV, on CNN, on MSNBC, on Court TV. On, and that was in our late 20s with no legal experience, no media. And it was still 10 years later before I thought, wait a minute, at 41, years in sales, I could, and ultimately Jimmy Dennis was released. Yay, we won. Now I can say, you know, look at him up on all streaming platforms. He's a musician. I don't have to beg you to help save his life. It's done. Nice after 20 years. But I mean, that's what brought me to this. And then I learned, you know, I thought at 41, wait a minute, I could monetize, not that work, but because I never even spoke about that work for years until I had my own profile in this. And then people started asking, well, how did you do this? How did you get there? And I said, well, I had a light bulb moment realizing I could use things that I'd learned in my passions in stuff I'd done. And then I suddenly said, well, at 41, I'll build a business out of this. And that's what I started to do. And then I didn't go to school for any of this. In fact, I've never been to university for anything. And I just literally, I'm completely, and I'm proud to be completely self-taught. And now I'm, I'm, I've done a couple of speaking engagement keynote in front of university classes of PR students. And now I've been asked to teach every week to like young publicists to teach them how to do PR for startups, which I'm like, that's so easy. Let me tell you the first five things they're all. And I taught, I learned all this myself. So, I mean, I just, I didn't even learn it. I didn't read a book. I just thought, well, what would I do if this was me? And I wanted to, you know, and like, and now that I know about those awards, I look widely and I find all those things to make the client, the people shine. Wow. <laughs> and I talk a lot. You are fast too. You I'm are sorry. so fast. I can keep up with you. I see tip listeners, just you know what you can do with podcasts. You can actually slow it down by half. <laughs> yeah, but I'll sound I, like I'm really slow. You know how I learned that? I, I swear to God, people, I, I listened to podcasts on 1.5. <laughs> to me, that's my speed. I'm like, but I, I love your I love your origin story because uh, well, because there's so many different things uh, uh, as well. Crazy, right? Oh. Yeah, but I, I like it because also you you took something that you were passionate about, and this is what I encourage, <laughs> you know, all my clients, the, the people that I work with on creating their own podcast or creating a YouTube channel, doing a vodcast, right? I say, too, take your passion. Don't worry about the hows. Don't worry about how you're going to be successful or how you're going to make money. Just do it. I guess that Nike ad was you know, very smart, just do it. And you just put yourself into it. And then all these rewards, all these lovely things come. Exactly. Right. And And you know know how they always say, and I hate this. I I, I do not believe in fake it till you make it. I hate that, but I get where they're, what they're saying, but you know what I like? And I get this from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is what I say. I always say, don't just do it. Then I'm like, no, wait, let me quote the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Don't dream it, be it. So yes. it's not fake it till you make it. It's stop dreaming, take the first step. Guess what? You're doing it. Now, I don't dream. One day I want to be an author. One day I want to just start writing. Guess what? Now you're an author. Yes. And was, you know what I mean? And then, and then she, like, start showing the world and that's what you are. And, you know, that's, you know, that's it. 
Don't I wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly agree with you exactly. And also Great business yourself. advice. You should see the looks I get on some business podcasts when they ask me for like business advice. And I'm like, let me tell you from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And they're like, what? <laughs> There's no formula? <laughs> <laughs> it's from the scene when Frankenfurter's lying in a pool. Now go on to a little business lesson and you no, know, but it's a great line, right? Like I always thought, yeah, it's not because like I get what they're saying when they say, you know, fake it till you make it. They're trying to say to people, don't sit on your ass. Well, also when you ready. use that term, fake it till you make but it. I don't then, like that because then you're funny. insinuating and you're putting out into the universe you're faking something. Exactly. And I'm always all about genuine and authenticity, and you know, that's why I don't like that. So I get what they're trying to say. They're trying to say, don't sit around and wait till you think you've made it before you go and never press this. But yeah, you don't have to fake anything. Just mm-hmm. go and just do it, as Nike said, or as Frankenfurter said, you know. <laughs> you know, the, the, one of the aspects of what you do, so you, in, in addition to getting uh, your clients the attention that they need, because, uh, you know, it, listen, social media, you know, you go on social media, even within podcast land, right? There's, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people trying to get your attention, you know, buy this, buy that, blah, 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 blah. But one thing that you specialize in, and I love this, is that you show people how they can be elevated as a thought leader. And this is something that appeals, well, appeals to me on so many different levels, but instead of just saying, you know, having that energy too of, I need a sale. I need, I need to work harder, you know, all of that. You like to um, reframe it, so to speak. You, you reframe your clients so that it's not just about them selling themselves as a brand, but also elevating themselves to a different level. You want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I don't, I didn't invent the term thought leader. I didn't like it at first, but there's no other real, other people use it. There's no other really way to explain what you mean. What you mean is essentially, you know, like a little celebrity in their field where they're speaking in their industry and also outside of their industry about their industry. When you Google their name, you know, like when you Google my name, I'm, I'm, you know, Turbo Tracy because I'm publicist myself. I know how to do this. And I've been speaking a lot lately about this. So you see 200 interviews, but you know, you don't need to see 200 like you do with me. But when one of my clients, for example, said to me, you've changed my business in my life because she was looking, she's a, a awesome female founder, a startup founder that was, that was going through for her funding. And she'd got some pre-seed funding, but they were going for their big money funding. And all of a sudden she found that it was difficult, which something she hadn't expected. She's, you know, a power woman like me, never expected to have doors in her way. Didn't believe in that. You know what I mean? Almost embarrassed to say that as a woman, she was doing finding a challenge in the boardrooms, you know, with the financers. All of a sudden they're talking to her, the, the junior guy she hired for real. She's like, I can't even believe I'm telling the story because like, <laughs> you know, but when it came to the big money, you know, dropping. So what we did is, you know, we had, and it's funny because the men told me the press release was too, the press release was too feminist. And my client almost felt like, oh, you know, they, and then I said, I, I two in the morning and I was like, you, know, you, you second guess yourself something you know did i put too much of my own opinion in there that you know maybe let me go we need i'm having a bath at two in the morning and all it was was just presenting her as the strong woman founder there was nothing feminist about it but you know i'm like here now i'm like okay well let me go and reread it and this is the woman saying to me all oh, the partners are this and i'm like she's a new client she's kind of you know i know she's not even so sure with this pr thing we're not friends and i bugging me at two in the morning i'm like 
it's nothing feminine. Like fem number one, like feminist is a bad thing. But number two, I get it if they thought if they thought it was too political or because they're trying to get fun. I get it. They have different. So I'm like, let me go look at it thinking in that frame of mind. Even going in thinking in the, the frame of mind that would have been semi-acceptable of theirs, I'm like, you know what? I called her and I said, I'm sorry, I've got to say, you're the client. Like, if you want to change the press release, you can. But I'm telling you, because she loved it at first, right? And she still loved it. I said, I think I still like it. I stand behind it. It's not to anything. What's happening is the men that are standing in your way are literally challenged by it. It's nothing feminist about it. Where's feminist? I go, this is literally just talking about a strong woman powder. Mic drop. I, and I go, you put it out. And number two, it's in an industry in cannabis, which is the now where even though in our country, which women have been founding, the, you know, pushing for the legalization and getting us to where we are today, where we're legal coast to coast. But shockingly, the numbers came out of the corporate boardrooms because now corporate boardrooms are like the old lawyers and doctors and candlestick makers coming where the money is. 97% white and male both of those are like whoa 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 and both equally shocking and so i said no no there's actually been conversation about that so exactly right we put this out talk about a strong woman founder and if they don't like it you don't want those investors That's no you, you don't because so they're going to tell you what to do no and she right away she needed to hear that right away she's like you know what you're right you put it out we put it out sure enough she got all kinds of media international media calling her an innovator and you know she got an award and we put up for an award in her industry out of the uk and she got it then all of a sudden she said to me you changed my business in my life in like six weeks because they got four articles and two interviews and now when people go to search who is this person asking for my money? Instead of just seeing, because everybody can create a beautiful web page and a nice marketing deck and great social media. But when I go and look at that as a media person, I'm like, all right, that's great. You've got a great marketing and graphics design guide, so you got deep pockets. But there's nothing that tells me you. Everything there is by you about you. Uh, what you, I do for my clients is I make a third-party gravitas. You hit on something that I when I coach my clients, I always tell them, I say, well, first of all, don't you tell people how great you are, have other people say how great you are. Number one, number two, with testimonials or, or if you have it on your website or your social media, testimonials and reviews are great. And it's, it's fabulous if you have a picture of somebody and then their quote, but I said, the innate, the, 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 the person who's looking at that will immediately say, yeah, but that could be made up. And I said this, I said, the best thing that you can do is actually ask that person to do a video testimonial for you. And when, oh, you, smart. Yeah. when you do that, first of all, when you do that, the, the, the client or the person who worked with you feels honored. And you also say, I'll, I'll put up, you know, whatever you, you want me to say your name idea. and author of this book or uh, CEO of blah, 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 blah. And they, that's publicity for them. And then I said, because then the public will see their eyes when they talk about you and how they light oh, up. Yeah, that makes so much sense. That's a great idea. I'm going to you can have that, that if you want. My, yeah, I'll, I'll I'm going to suggest that to some of my clients for their, like, you know, when, when they're doing their, you know, that's a great idea. When they don't have a lot of, you know, if you don't have that backup, that's brilliant, man. That's really good. Thank you. Well, you know, you. like well, I said, Steve it's Blossale yours. taught me. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true well, because yeah. then they, there's, I mean, I, I just posted a couple uh, testimonials from, from people that I've worked with and I was almost embarrassed. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, they love me. Like, 
Really? Right? Yeah. I'm, I, it's like, if I didn't know me, I'd want to sign up for one of my courses. Oh, I know. You know? Like now I've got like 25, you know, like, and they're, they're just written, they could be made up, but you know, you know, they're just, but that's, but yeah, but you know, yeah, like all those kind of things, you read those things and you're like, people say, you're like, stuff you would never say about yourself, you know? Well, we're, and we're visual creatures as well. You know, there's so much text that you can read. We are visual creatures. And so to see a video and keep it short, you know, again, it's another, another keep it short, keep it short. Don't let it go on and on and on because people are going to get bored, but it's so true. Personal connection. That makes so much sense. Same reason why I say valuable to do podcasts, no matter how scheduled you are or how busy you are, or if you don't need to sell, because it's true then they can people can see what you do they can hear what you do they can decide if they want to work with you if they want to have you speak if they want to invite they can really like it's that personal connection right and people like to work with people they like they like to work with people they connect with and that's why you should be gen- another reason you should be genuine number one you should be genuine period it's good business it's good personal it's always good but even i've learned from being genuine being super genuine being the crazy red-haired girl whatever being you know open about cannabis before it was legal being whatever but also being a hard worker with who continues to rack up successes and smart and strategic that i you know nothing is sort of my way i've always been myself even on things like i don't i have never hidden things if they might have been controversial they might you know whatever that's you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. You know, I'm a, I'm a smart centered person. I'm not, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, like I'll listen to you. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'm not like, I don't, you know, I, I'm not worried about that. If people, I don't hear from the people who don't like me. You know what I mean? Like I hear from the people who resonate with me, who want to work with me. Those are the people who come to me. The people that look at me somewhere or listen to me and say, oh, I don't like what she said about the death penalty there, you know, or I don't like the red hair or, you know, whatever it is, then they're not going to call me. Then I'm not, I'm not going to get their business. And that's they, fine. They can go bye-bye. <laughs> Next. I don't need their business. Cause yeah, exactly. We wouldn't resonate anyway. Yeah. And, you know, bye. I like, I like to, I like to think of it this way. I like also with, with clients, I like to interview them to see if they're a fit for me. Oh yeah. They don't know you're doing that always, but I'm for sure I'm doing that all the time. Cause there's some people that, you know, it's like, Oh no, this person is not. So I'll jack up my rate. Like, so. (laughs) Yeah. I've had two this year where I literally was like, I get off the phone and I'm like, Dave, I don't, not only am I not taking that client. I'm I'm like, like, they, and what was like an internet company? So I know they know how to use Google, okay? I'm like, if they Googled me and saw even like one thing about me, I was like, what would make them think I would be a publicist for that? <laughs> and then like, and then Dave's like, oh, you know what? I bet they just think, oh, you know, everything's about money. Oh, it was successful, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Talk about. And I'm like, no, 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 but they're talking about, they want this guy to run, like, it's, uh, no, <laughs> I'm so disturbed, like, I'm disturbed that you wouldn't even approach me with that election question, you're like, just, oh my God, these people working in Florida or something, at first they were just some nice couple with a bunch of clients, they didn't tell me who the clients were, and the first client was some commercial thing, so I did some written up thing for them, whatever, and then they're like, oh, we're gonna have a whole bunch of more work before the election, then we're gonna have a whole bunch of new work coming in, and all of a sudden, we're in, like, our third call, and finally, they're all excited, they're telling me, like, they've got some contract oh my god i'm still like look at me they've got some they've got some well you contract. also have 
So you also have principles. You also oh, yeah. Have, Please. You also have yeah. standards and principles. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I feel dirty just talking about it. They yeah. had a contract, and it would have been a big money contract, but I was still like, I'm shot between laughing and ultra uh, offended. I'm between offended and uh, hysterical and very nasty because they had a contract with like, every, I don't want to say every, but with a shitload <laughs> of Republican conservatives. Of Republican whoever like republicans in like every state hardcore in the middle of trump like pro-trump and then in the middle of this time it's well i'm still like in shock like i'm still like wait what you know i'm literally like then they started telling me oh we're probably gonna meet the president and i'm just like okay <laughs> i i don't think i'm your girl i really don't you're think like I'm i'll your skip girl. that it's okay really no it's okay well, that's yeah, but that's also say good luck with that. That's <laughs> also having that. the integrity because no matter how much money is waved in front of your face, no, when you know that that is going that. to literally rip <laughs> your soul out of your body, yeah. To do how can it? I look at myself in the mirror? How can I look at anybody I've ever met in the last forty years of my life? No, you know, like it wasn't even tempting for a second, and that was probably a big, big, big money thing. Like, because, but no, like. I would take that money and then do what? Go off, to, <laughs> go off to some like island and never talk to anybody ever again because I couldn't look them in the eye. <laughs> you have an early retirement <laughs> with no beers and a shitload of alcohol, and I'm, I just drink so much to forget it until my liver died. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, then you I would be laughing till I cry thinking about this. But that's what I mean. It was so funny. I was literally like, "Do they not Google me? Like, why? What on God's earth?" Would give you the idea that I would. I know you just see a successful publicist, but no, that would that would not be good. Dave's like these people are like you should just take their money and like do a bad job. But number one, I don't know how to do a bad job. That's <laughs> so why uh, many, I could just take their money. Then I'd be one of them. Many many money. many years ago, there were uh, when I was in radio, I, there was a, a guest that I had on the show, and I didn't realize where they were where they were going necessarily. But basically, they they said that they escaped Scientology. And and oh I said, God, oh, you, you you did, and then they explained why and all that stuff, and I said, oh, that's okay, that's good. And you're on live radio for <laughs> weeks. The people, those people, were trying to contact me and saying, you know, come to the celebrity center. Uh, and what oh, and, what and, you? Oh, no. and I was like, no, I'm busy. I can't. No, oh no, 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 I'm busy. I'm really busy. And, <laughs> and <laughs> let's just leave it there, shall we? Yeah. Because I don't want to be stalked again. No, um, anyway, that was, but that's a funny story. You know, and I mean, I'm not trying to offend anybody, you know, but I'm just saying like, well, I don't mind. Actually, I should say, you know, I really don't mind offending people that I find like who say offensive and rude things. And, and during the last election, it was, you know, pretty, but I'm also trying to like tone down the rhetoric so people can hear each other and get away from that, like insane division. Cause I don't know where it's going. If we don't, if somebody doesn't start going, okay, guys, settle down and start talking. Cause otherwise, like it's gone, but you know. Well, what most people don't realize is that both the left and the right are controlled by beings that we don't even see. So it's. Well, and, and I've learned at 51, I started to say, cause I'm a long, uh, long time lefty, if you don't know already. Yeah. But I mean, I started to say, like I've started to really be a bird. Those are false, like you're saying, kind of false constructs. And so the older I get, the more I want to talk issue by issue because I've seen like, it, it becomes just my identity is I'm on the left. What am I supposed to think now? Uh, my yes. identity is I'm on the right. What is the crowd telling me? And so, and now it's become so weird, you know, like it's just gotten weird, you know, like it hasn't gotten better in the 30 years that I've been an outspoken activist. So at some point we've got to like, 
other beyond just banging beyond like taking bricks and banging each other over the head with bricks with slogans on it that's our next step unless yeah. we're doing something a little differently i don't know what the answer is because i'm not one to sit down with some of these characters well the you know i think the answer is is hard. is hard. creating more consciousness and and having people you know like yourself with integrity uh getting out there and getting ex- you know getting the exposure and the publicity that that you need in doing good things and saying you know what the, the story is is that this win at all costs mentality is is literally destroying us yeah. And and it's like a team, you know. You've seen those soccer games, those soccer matches where they they beat the sh- crap out of each other. Yeah, it's over a like soccer match. Yeah, but that's and, what politics has become now. It's not even. It's even beyond. Yeah. Like it is. It's literally like my team. It's just not. It's weird. And then America's times ten. I don't know the Australian situation, but I mean Canada. Like we see the rhetoric has been raised on all everywhere, you know, and. It, because we see it all on TV. We see it all. We also we soak that. Well, Australians are a little bit calmer. I maybe it's the Vegemite. I don't know, but it's. Are you eating Vegemite now? I hate Vegemite. I. Of course you do, because you're not an Australian, right? It's gross. It's gross. It's. I'm sorry to all the Australians. Now they're going to write us letters. Yeah, no, I have no problem saying it. Vegemite is salty and bitter, and and they talk about it like it's going to be great. I was backpacking through Europe, and every Australian you met is when I was 21. They all are like. Oh, I've got my Vegemite. They all carry it. Like they're obsessed with it. Every single one had it in their backpack. And then they're all like, would you like some? And so finally you're like, well, it must be awesome. I mean, like, it, they can't live without it. And then you try, you're like, what did you just feed me? Though? It's like axle grease. And it's so salty and bitter. Why? I can't. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Why? it's great. On, it's great. It's great on white bread. I'm like, why would you? Oh, <laughs> I don't even like white bread. No, it's not. <laughs> Does your wife like it? yeah well because she said when oh, you're when you're it. when you're a kid they give it to you they give you sandwiches <laughs> i don't know Why? and it was really cute because in the beginning of our relationship when i was when i'd come here she would um she would videotape <laughs> me we would videotape me tasting it you know different times and i kept trying because and it was just like, like surely there must be something to like here nope oh <laughs> no people who have tried people especially americans yeah. who have tried vegemite are all agreeing right now they're all nodding their head that's right and that's i'm right. canadian i'm with you <laughs> i love canadians <laughs> oh you guys are so awesome um, i wanted to like it Tracy, before, because uh, we're going to wrap this show up in just a little bit, but before we do, I wanted to um, to give you the opportunity, if you can, to maybe give some tips to our wonderful listeners, if they have their own business or a service, if they're a coach or consultant, just some quick tips on publicity do's and maybe some don'ts. Absolutely. Um, just right off, I know I'm, I'm putting you on the spot, but if you can no, do no, some no, of that. No. I got some good stuff. I got some That'd stuff. be awesome. Thank you. So number one to think of before, I'm going to give you a couple things while you're writing it in your pen or get it to write this down. But first think, um, you understand yourself as being there when it comes to media, you're not, they're not there to give you a free ad and you need to approach them. It's not advertorial, it's editorial. So the big thing to remember is the difference between editorial and advertorial. What that means, advertorial is what you're used to talking about your product, we're the best, our sales, blah, blah, blah editorial is where you have to understand yourself as a source with information so think about what you might expect to read like in a newspaper article because you're that person that will be quoting blah 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 says bob and bob's you know whatever so here's some ways to do it so go to this is free every every everybody should know this help a reporter out if you don't already know harrow check it out 
Then there's Source Bottle, There Where You Are in Australia, which is similar. Those are free. Um, that'll give you an idea. I call those the opposite of a press release. And those will give you an idea. If you go and look at those every single day, there's three different um, lists that come in every day, hundreds of media requests from places like Reader's Digest, The New Yorker, um, NBC. These are the ones that I've gotten my clients in using those. NBC, Oprah.com, the list, um, the list goes on. Uh, and basically, there um, you'll see things like with a deadline of Sunday at seven, Reader's Digest. I'm doing an article for Reader's Digest that's looking for comments from entrepreneurs. A lot of them are about coaches, actually. You know, mindset tips from um, coaches or therapists about how people got through COVID or mindset tips about, you know, um, five ways that you can make your life better, you know, things like that. If you look at that, honestly, challenging you for a day or two, you'll be like, whoa, media is looking for things. I can answer that. I can answer that. So you can start to answer that. But again, remember the editorial versus advertorial. And they're not looking for articles. They're not asking you to write the article. They're looking for you to be quoted in the article. So at most, you know, a paragraph or two, that's its thing to answer. And then if they want more, they will ask you for more. They'll say, hey, can we do an interview or can you send me more? But what they're just, you know, so you're not getting tied up and writing an essay. I've literally had people do that, right? You literally want one or two paragraphs, send it with your little pitch, which is your about me, which is not a um, resume. And it's not everything on your website, but it's a quick little thing. Use words like compelling is, uh, you know, you know, compelling guests can do a compelling segment on blah, 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 knowledgeable, but talk about what you do, why you're, why you're the person to answer that. So have that little pitch, which is a general pitch about you prepared, and then go through the hair every day. Oh, I can answer that. Don't get too caught up in it. And all they're looking for is your perspective, though sometimes they want it quote ready. So you've got to make sure it's like written properly. Don't just say, never just say, hey, I can answer that. <laughs> There's nothing they hate more. Actually answer it in there. Give them an idea. Only for a paragraph or two of your perspective. They'll ask for more. Boom. You're in Reader's Digest. Boom. You're in. I had one client, a life coach, 26 years old, my favorite story, 26 year old life coach, zero media. Her history was successful, learning to be successful in spite of bipolar. Because she thought what she said in her business, if I, if I, can share that I've lived through this kind of thing. People will take me more seriously as a life coach. They'll understand that I you know, have a big value that I've dealt with and I can do it. She wanted to share that story. She literally hired me. I gave her my, like a really good deal because she was 26 and just beyond a really good story. And the next day I was looking through the Harrow and I literally found good housekeeping, was looking to speak to women between 25 and 40 to share their story about mental health. They loved her. I got her in right before the deadline. They loved her. They phoned her and did a long interview. Her first media out of the gate was the print issue of Good Housekeeping, which is literally on every, like every drugstore counter in the world. The first time ever I was actually at a drugstore counter and there it was, I am not my mental illness. Her picture wasn't on the cover, but the headline was on the cover. And for the next two years, we still, she still hires me one individual person every single month. Because for the next two years, all we have to say, but all these media opportunities I've seen in good housekeeping, I am not my mental illness. Now she's in WebMD, she's in this, she's in that. I don't know how much she's built her business, but clearly she can afford to keep, you know, hiring a little bit of money every month to keep on doing more. So obviously there's a good ROI two years later, right? So. I love that. I love that. So uh, you know what I'll do is I'll make sure that I, I'll include the link to help a reporter out. Yeah, they're gold. And Source Bottle is the Australian one. Source Bottle? 
Yeah, weird. I don't know why. Source bottle, all it's, one word. It's the Vegemite. <laughs> yeah. And for that one, there's about 35% of, you know, like um, stuff is US. So it's not just, you know, Australian centric. It's all right. So I'll put those, yeah. I'll put those links in. And also we'll make sure that uh, we put a link to your website because you have, and you have something um, you'd like to drop on our wonderful listeners and viewers as well. Oh, right? give a gift, my gift. Yes, you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to hear more, this is actually, you know, I'll sit down and you know how I like to talk. Well, you can actually, you know, call me up and say that you heard me on this show and I'm happy to do a 30 minute free consult. We'll book and schedule a free consult. Probably won't be till after August 9th because I'm going away to see my mother on the east coast of Quebec, where I've never been by the ocean. But after August 9th, I will start scheduling. And um, yeah, I'm happy to do a half an hour consult with anybody who wants to hear a little bit more about, you know, what I would advise them, how PR can help their business, what I would say to them if they came to me as a client. And, you know, right, just so you know, like there are media opportunities for everybody. It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. I don't ever want to hear, oh, not me. If anybody says, oh yeah, but not me, yeah, give me a call. A challenge, <laughs> I'll show you. All right. So we'll make sure we put that link in the show notes for people to reach out to you, Tracy. Thank you so much. I think that is so, and it is, it's so valuable because people don't understand sometimes, but time is valuable and precious. And especially your time is very valuable and precious. So thank you. Yes, you. Thank you. On behalf of, of, on behalf of all the listeners and viewers of the show, thank you so, so much because well, thank you so much. And thank you for everything you do for this platform that you give to everybody and to all of us to listen to and learn from each other. And, you know, oh, that's it's what my, it's all about, man. It's my pleasure. You know, I get to meet wonderful people like you and yeah, now stay in touch for sure. I want to oh, join your girl. Yeah. I am calling you. You kidding? I need publicity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you. All right, let's do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. The website uh, for people who want to know, it is lemuriemedia.com. And I'll put a link in the show notes so you can click on that. Also for those resources that she was talking about, about uh, pitching and getting yeah. those, getting your quotes like, and getting, you know, as seen on, as heard on. Exactly. Gold. That's and gold. I can give my phone number too. I have a um, Toronto one and also a Beverly Hills give you one. phone number? Genuine. Wow. I do. People laugh. Genuine. My Beverly Hills number comes to me here in Toronto. I haven't been there in 14 months. All right. You throw out whatever number you, whatever it, number you I'm want. Genuine. Every time I say it though, I always say, you know, but I really, anyway. Yeah. So Toronto 289-788-5881 or Beverly Hills 424-444-8052. Either way, it'll come through to me. They'll put it through to me and we'll do a 30 minute consult. Wait, so do that 424 again, because you said that fast. Say it slower, slower. 424-444-8052. That's 424-444-8052. Correct? Number again is 424. <laughs> Your phone is going to be off the hook. So so get ready. Okay. She's All right. I love you even more that you did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> People are like old technology. I'm like, yeah, we the phone. Let's do it. <laughs> Can we pick up the phone? <laughs> It'll probably go to text or voicemail first, but and then I'll have to call you back because it's unlikely that I'll be like, hi, because I'm super scheduled. But yeah, you'll you know, you'll get my message. Tracy, thank you so Shit, much you know, for your generosity no, and your thank you, beautiful spirit. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please I'll let me know. I'll come bug you if I ever get to Australia. 
Okay. All right. Well, before <laughs> then, if there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. And I want to so thank much. you, wonderful listeners and viewers on YouTube, for uh, for joining us this uh, this this episode. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to christineblasdale.com. I'll have a link in the show notes. And if you want more information about this podcast, go to Out of the Box with Christine. Dot com. Make sure you subscribe to this uh, program wherever you get it. And if you really had a great time with this, and if you know someone who could benefit from what Tracy, those nuggets of wisdom that she was dropping, make sure that you share the show as well. You can do that on your social media. Okay. Until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside of that damn box. Bye for now. <laughs>